And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs> Elm Street. Shit. Hello, Freddy Fanatics. Your old pal, the Chris Keeper, here. Um, just trying to keep it together. You know, could have gone out on a strong note with uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, could have been, uh, could have been something really special. But, no, nope. We just had to go further. We just had to. Remake Nightmare on Elm Street. And this is what we gotta go out with. What? Stupid mirror. This is what we go out with. The horror. The horror! Hello and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Honeywell, and I am here with the rest of the crew. We've assembled everyone. We've got them Jack and Eddie boys. We got Luke Jack and Eddie. Dude, I scored the sweet vial of adrenaline out of this nurse's cart. I say we screw this podcasting, go try this shit out. Yeah, where did you get that? Oh, I got it from this from John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> And we got that other Jack and Eddie boy, Jason Jack and Eddie. Tag, you're it. <laughs> and we have. There Mike. are no good lines in this whole fucking movie, so. <laughs> right, right. And that's why, I, for my intro, it's me, Chris Tyler, the hair metal hero. I'm going to say fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I there's act- not one good line. I tried. The only, so the only hard. other, the only other one that I thought about going with was "Wake up, you're bleeding," which is like I sit on like yet construction sites across the nation every day. Get up, man. You're bleeding. Think <laughs> the man's I coming. Time to bleed. They gonna, they're going to kick you off the job site, man. Get out of here. <laughs> and if you haven't already guessed, we are talking about the 2010 remake, reboot, uh, reimagining, new regurgitation, regurgitation oh. of Nightmare on Elm Street. And I had okay. forgotten, and then my first note is, oh, Jesus Christ, Michael Bay, come on. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So before we get to all the stuff, let me just get you some numbers. The budget was $35 million, oh. okay? I think the entire budget for the entire rest of the series, not counting Jason vs. Freddy, might have been about $35 million, right? <laughs> okay, in the U.S. alone, this movie made 1556 million dollars really the movie broke the record for the midnight the thursday night midnight showing when that was the only time a movie was ever shown like sneak like midnight they would show it 1.6 million dollars 
on the Thursday night midnight showing set the all-time record for that. This the one, time. the 2010 one. This movie, this movie, this movie also won the People's Choice Award for Best Horror Movie of 2010. Now, it also won. I don't. I don't. Fan- I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. Wait a minute. Those? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Hold on. Those hold are on. People. Uh, guys. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Okay. okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Here I don't know the if they know little... what. I don't know if the people who who did that People's Choice Award know what people are. <laughs> so wait a minute. Just, just okay. You ready? It's soil and green. It also won the Fangoria Chainsaw Chainsaw Award for the worst film of the year. This is the same. That makes year. sense. This is the same year that Don't Be Afraid of the Dark came out. Which was not nearly as good as the TV movie. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't horrible. But so it won the best horror movie of 2010 for People's Choice Award. Let me just give you a few other movies that came out in 2010. The original Insidious, and whether you yeah. like Insidious or not, it's fucking better than this. The remake of The Crazies, which is light years better than this. Don't be afraid of the dark, like I mentioned. Stakeland. Stakeland's the vampire movie set in the future, which is awesome. Um, let Me In, which is the remake of Let the Right One In, which is the with um, Chloe, whatever her name, yeah. I forgot her name, yep. right? Okay. Inferior the to the re- original, but still really good. It's, yeah, right, it's not as good as the original, but it's better than this. The Reef, which is the one with the sharks where they're swimming trying to save their lives. And maybe, I mean, I, I got, well, The Crazy is probably my favorite, but one of the ones that I think people have overlooked, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, oh. which is hysterical. Yes, yeah. not, not really yeah. horror, but that was a fun movie. Okay, but all of those movies came out in 2010, and this was one of the people's. Uh, oh, it, I cannot believe this. Uh, it, it, it actually, one of the best horror film. And I'm like, so I mean, you know, I don't. I, I well, know the Crazies like actually showed you how to do a remake. Crazies was actually a yes. good reboot, remake, See? reimagining. So I just wanted to throw that out there, um, just in case you know, because because I know we're gonna like talk about this movie, but like those are the things. This movie was a major financial success. Fuck, how can this fucking be? Like, I, it just... Uh, well, I'm glad anyway. it, it, it wasn't enough of a financial success, apparently, no, that, it, no. that it continued on, which is a good thing. But that's sort of how these reboots... The, for the yeah, most they, part, they, these they, reboots are, you know, just... They're, they're just a, a little flash in the pan to, to make... I mean, it, it fulfilled its purpose, I guess, which was to make money, but it didn't fulfill its... I was ready to hate this movie. I was, I was, I am in you guys last night as I was get. I had put off watching it to the last minute because yeah. I just really had no interest in it, and I was like, just, I was hot, and yet, and we had a sort of uh, everybody was grumpy that we were garage sailing with, and it was just sweltering hot here, and I was like, okay, gonna watch this, but I'm gonna fucking hate this movie, and I didn't hate it with the passion that I I thought I would because. It just, but then again, I was like, okay, this is okay, but it was just like pointless. And and not only is it pointless, the the detractions. It brings nothing new to the table if you want to do a reboot. It wasn't because it 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 tries to hit all those iconic points, right? It It does. Really, really does. But the first time I watched this movie back in 2010. When they do the Freddy coming out of the wall scene mm-hmm. and it's CGI, I'm like, oh, it's fuck laughable. this movie. They did it with fucking yeah. spandex in 1984 and it looked a million times it was, better. It was horrifying. And this one, it was just, it was, and, and that's, that's the thing is what, 
when I, I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, at first I was like, well, at first I was really turned off by just the opening credits because they, they, they just look like a, Net, a Netflix or an HBO series now or yeah. like The Walking Dead. Really? No, that was, the, that was the, the Michael Bay Platinum Dunes. We're going to reboot and regrime all the original horror films. And it's it, it, watching it, I didn't get a nightmare vibe from it. I got a Texas Chainsaw remake vibe out of it. And it's right, like, right, okay, right. and that was pretty successful. That's Texas Chainsaw. You know, this was just like, oh, God, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. But even the okay. Texas Chainsaw one was kind of throwaway. This, well, this, this just, <laughs> it didn't earn, like, okay, I was watching it and I'm like, okay, they're not trying to totally change this. And it wasn't well, until towards the end that they started. Here's here's the, here's the thing here's the thing to me and th- this is what I sent you I am last night Chris was that the difference to me between the TCM remake and this one is that okay the TCM remake did something a little bit different it changed the family up enough that it was a different type of story yeah whether it was successful yeah. or not it was at least different they were getting into different the dynamic stuff. yeah right this one it it changes some stuff in the narrative but it is so derivative of the original and it is so artificial and insincere yes. that I, I, I was watching last night. I had a hard time staying awake. I mean, this was, this was just, just phoned in every, yeah. every well, turn. It's like, I have several notes. It's like, Oh, Freddie wall. Of course. It's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a stinger. Of course. It's bathtub, like, you know, bathtub, bathtub, of course. It's shot, like all these same things. Shot. It's like, yeah, it's but like not as... if you're going to do, I mean, seriously, if you're going to remake A Nightmare on Elm Street, do something different with it. Don't just re. I mean, again, well, like say what you want about one. the Rob Zombie. Well, say what you want about the Rob Zombie Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's his yeah. own thing. Whether you liked it or not is a matter of personal taste, but yeah. it's at least different. This, I was I was never bored anything. watching the the Rob Zombie Halloween remake. Right. I or, didn't. Right. I, about, I don't particularly care for the movie, but I was I was not bored watching yeah. it. Or the but it also Dead wasn't remake. Halloween. Just it wasn't just it wasn't just the original Halloween just redone spit back to you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, hey, let's they, let's let's call a spade a spade. They rip off Halloween in this movie. They do. Yeah. Where, where, she, they, where does Nancy go? She goes and hides in the closet. I'm like, really? Yeah. We're not yeah. we're not do, we're not done just ripping off Wes Craven. Now we're gonna rip off John Carpenter also. Okay. So is no one safe? <laughs> yeah. There were 15 different drafts or scripts for the movie written. Oh, for fuck's sake! Right. This is what they came ones. up. Wait, wait, they took the four they like the best. And picked and choose pieces out of those four to make the the script for the movie. So, yeah. do you want to know why it looks so derivative? Because in one movie, they were like, in one script, they were like, "Hey, let's do the Freddy Wall." In another script, they're like, "Hey, let's do the bathtub." Another script. So, what they did was they cherry picked all the the quote unquote homage stuff right out of the other scripts and put it all into one script. Yeah. Then fucking just shoot the same script. But here's what I don't get: Nancy's last name in the original is Thompson. Her last name here. It's not Thompson. It's Hallbrook. Like because you're paying honor to Hal Hallbrook. Like what? What? What is the point of changing her last name? They changed characters' names a little bit. But we fucking still know who Glenn is. It's not. He's not called Glenn. He's called whatever the fuck his name was. That I don't even remember. Kid, right? Balake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Balake. Good job, Balake. Aaron. You, you want to go to? Yes, you <laughs> so, want to go to? You want to go to war, Balake? No. (laughs) The the whole thing is, right, so so you you try to change the names a little bit. 
it would be like, I'm going to tell you a story for my friend, not Launchpad, who, you know, <laughs> like, you know, kind of think little DuckTales reference, yeah. right? But the whole point is, is that, like, it, they, they were like, see, we're just different. Fuck, it's not different. The movie opens no. in the in the diner, right, where Kellen Lutz there, the guy who played Hercules in the less successful Hercules movie, to The Rocks one, which is hard to believe because The Rocks one was bad. Oh, right? yeah. So, right, so it starts there. That could have been different. You could have gone to something different than let's just rehash things. Originally, this was slated to be a prequel to the original. But no, okay. no, we can't have it be a prequel. We can't have that. Because hey, I got a, I got a fucking mind blower for you here. How about in this one, Freddie's actually innocent? Well, that's see, where I, I thought, thought they, they were, were going. That's what I yeah, because they they do tease that, but to me it's like because when they're when they're showing and I will say this, they they do actually show them chasing down Freddy and killing him, which I thought was nice because that was something we never saw. We got allusions to it, glimpses yeah. here and, and he there, but they actually... is a child. Clancy Brown's, like, not fucking around. He's, yeah. like, all yeah. ready and, to go. And, and he's, he's not, clearly he's not, a child molester in this. Which yeah, is, clearly. which is you know, which is icky, of course, but, you know, it's 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 not just implied. It's it's right out there. So I did like that they at least did that. That was something different. Well, I would have were... opened the movie with that, is what yeah. I would have done. Yeah. I would have opened with this guy running. We'd have no context... And just and not not even say his name, just have the parents saying, "Get out here, you asshole!" and burning the place down, and mm-hmm. then cut to the cut to the present, because then it would have at least been something different. It would have would have turned the story over a well, little the, bit. Yeah, there were yeah, se- several points where ahead, I'm Chris. like, with a little bit of imagination, they could have done something in- interesting. Like I was like, are they really going to go to where Freddie was an innocent guy, and it was really like the teacher that was molesting him? You know. And they just, you know, or something like that. They left it open to that, but no, it goes into the, into, okay, it was Freddy. But there was also the scene where they, where Freddy had the little girl and they were painting the wall with blood or with red paint or whatever. Right, And right, I was yeah. thinking, and I was thinking, and then they had the guy looking at the pictures and she's like, what are the pictures of it? He's like, they're all of you. And she's like, let me see him. And he's like, no, I was thinking maybe she was participating with you know complicit with freddy you know freddy was training her to be you know that's why she was his the special one he singled out you know he wasn't he wasn't molesting her he was using her as his friend and you know his accomplice or something something more complex to it which i don't know why i would have thought it would have gone that way from the you know from the beginning of the movie I mean, my my big problem with this is it relies so much on you knowing the other movies. Yeah. And a reboot is supposed to be They never talk about pulling anything out of the dream world. It just happens. Right. And it's supposed to be... Oh, no. She she does grab a piece of the sweater. uh, Right. No, I mean, but they... They must have fallen asleep again. They're ticking off all the the tropes (laughs) of the the Freddy movies. But at the same time, you know, it's sort of when you reboot it like that, it's, I mean, theoretically, it's for the younger generation who, like, heard of Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever, but they want to have their, you know, a version that reflects our times or whatever. But it's so cleaves to the original movies and the, and the, to satisfy people like us or, or to have stuff that we recognize that it doesn't set up like in the original movie a state of normalcy where okay here are the characters and you know things are a little wrong at the beginning but you get to know the characters and stuff and then they're having dreams and stuff this starts right out 
with the whole lore yeah. working and and stuff like that. And if you were a new viewer watching this, I just don't think it would be as scary because yeah. you don't get sucked like it's trying to be the original, you know, remake of the original, but the original drew you in and, you know, well that's it's a part of the other problem a state too. of normalcy before it went into, you know, abnormalcy. That's what you got to do to to Yeah. But I mean, one of my other big beefs with this is it's now 2010. You have access to make to do whatever visuals you want to do. Right. And the dream sequences are so incredibly boring and they are not disconcerting in any way, shape or form. Like in the original movie and in in most of the original series, when they do those dream sequences, they are disconcerting. They play around with time and space. Like a real in dream. A way, like a real dream. In this, it is just so much CGI garbage. And if you're going to well, use the CGI, show me shit that you would never have been able to do before. That would totally take me I think to a they place. were trying to stay away <sighs> from getting too crazy because it might... I think they were trying to do the like... <clears throat> and this is absurd but like let's do this more realistically so let's steer away from the camp and the humor where the other one went so stay away from the camp is fine and staying away from the humor is fine because freddy should be scary right well they're hand-handed so they didn't know any better they didn't know that they could do you know like the movie dreamscape it would have that was you know it would have in the dream sequence you have a stairway going down into infinity with you know at dutch angles and stuff like that and they could have, and they did. A, they played around with a little bit of like what was, you know, the scene where she's there in the um, um, pharmacy. That's and, about the only innovative yeah. thing they did. Right, the right, and they, they played around with it a little bit, but it was still, it was, it was as if they were like doing it more as a straightforward horror movie, you know. And it, it's like, why You're, with this subject matter and this character? it's that's the the meat and potatoes of it is this guy can just create this and it's a different freddy krueger let's face it like and that well that's the thing like i feel so bad because i like jackie earl haley like yeah he can be he's like he's amazing he was amazing on the first season of preacher i really liked him as rorschach in in the uh michael uh, not the zack snyder version of watchman watchman he was you know you know a a, a little bit just another related Well, you know, it's a, a he was he was on he was on the 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 Human Target, the DC show Human Target, and he was Guerrero on that, and he was fantastic. So when they initially announced, like you said, I'm with you, Hero Jackie O'Haley playing Freddy Krueger, like okay, I can see that, perfect. But he's given nothing to work with. Well, nothing. here's the he's given garbage. Yeah, I, I, Robert I, England actually, Robert England actually uh, supported Jackie Earl Haley getting the role. He was very happy that he was the one playing Freddy. He said, this is somebody who could bring a different Freddy to the screen. So he was very, even though Wes Craven was adamant and vocal about how he this movie should not be made. They shouldn't do this. He was very adamant. I mean, here's a guy getting paid to do nothing because he's going to get his, his royalties. But he was very adamant, don't make this movie. Robert England said, hey, you know what? This guy could do it because, you know. Billy Bob Thornton and Steve Buscemi were the other two finalists for this role. Ooh. Right? Now, Billy Bob Thornton guys, would have been something else. 
Well, I, believe I don't think else. either one of them. But I'm saying it would have been a, I, a red, a redneck Freddy Krueger. I could yeah. see that. I'm just saying it. But I'm saying, but it came down to that. And when Jackie Lee Hurley was was announced, Robert England came out and said, because Jackie Lee Hurley is friends with Robert England, because Jackie Lee Hurley was actually the guy who originally was was trying to audition for Glenn, and he came with <laughs> his friend Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp. Rest Quavering looked in and goes, you, come here and read for this. And Jackie Lee Hurley never got to read for the role, but Johnny Depp didn't got the role. So they knew each other because this is all, like, you think about it, they're all about the same age, right? I mean, the, Robert England was a younger guy back then. They all know each other. And yeah. he, he well, to, for him to have this role, right, because think about it, is that Jackie Lee Hurley actually also, he, he was nominated for an Academy Award for the movie called Little Children where he plays a child molester. Right, that's the whole point. Like he, he could do that role. Like Freddy Krueger is well, a child. Well, it's pretty molester. brave to take more than one child molester role too. I think as an actor, <laughs> seriously, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want to risk being like the go-to uh, child molester guy in Hollywood. What I'm saying is, I don't know if he. I don't think he really gives a shit. He picks roles that Obviously he feels not. he wants to do. Well, well, I'm saying is, you know, you I know mean, who could have, you know who could have played a different Freddy Krueger too, Robert Eglund. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, I mean, I not to be not to be like a, like a fanboy thing or about it, but I, I think as long as Robert Englund's alive, he kind of owns that role, and they could. And the thing is, Robert Englund's also a, a pretty intelligent actor, and they could take him and say, "Look, we're we're taking a different route here. We're playing up the child molester aspect of Freddy," you know. So you're going to have to come at it from a different direction, and I think he could have, and I think it, people would have got like if they would have if they would have like given England some more some stuff to exercise his chops on. It could have been one of those things where the critics saw it and been like, "Hey, we didn't know Robert England had it in him," you know? Yeah, he could have definitely delivered the the sadistic lines that this version of Freddy does because he's pretty sadistic and I mean Nightmare 2 as much as that movie is kind of reviled he's pretty sadistic in that one yeah. and then by the and time even, they do New Nightmare right, it's, right. He that's definitely what I was going to say New Nightmare he, it is very similar to this because he's, he's, he's not you know number of shits given zero you know right. he's, he's mean, ready to go well, I mean, you know, he really is, like... isn't doing anything too different than that. It's not like only Jackie Earl Haley could have done this version of Freddy when you see right, it. Right. So it, it didn't turn out to where, you know, Eng England couldn't have been compelling in the role. Not that I had anything against him. I just had a I, I had something against the way the the creators of the movie did it. I hate how they dubbed his voice in in the dreams where he was just this like loud sort of dubbed in. And I understand what they were doing. It was like, I think they were trying to portray that he was inside their head whenever yes. he would speak in the dream, but it just wasn't, I just didn't think the mix was very good. The sound mix on this, the only thing, there was only one thing. The music wasn't bad. It was, it was nightmare on Elm street, like in a lot of places, yeah. but the, the one thing that worked for me, really well in this movie was just a little touch when they were in the factory that factory really sounded like it was breathing it sounded like it had a heartbeat and was breathing and was just it was a nice sound effect but you know it was just like picking little <laughs> little little bits of glitter out of a turd the, no. okay, that, speak, like that's the thing with this movie this movie gives Freddy Krueger a shirt rip I mean yeah. yes like, that's right yeah, literally. I'm sitting there going oh for fuck's sake 
And you know that's only done so it can be in the trailer, which it is. Well, it's only done is, so they can you... rip the shirt off and see the see the red and, and green sweater in a trailer. So, I mean, what, the, did, the, the, yeah. what did you guys think of him being an honest-to-God child molester? You that's know? fine. I got no problem with that because, yeah, it was the 80s. They were going to kind of skirt the issue. People could actually take stories that are a little more intense now. That's yeah. That's fine. And yeah. they did it to the the right degree of you know exactly what's going on without it having to be beating you right, right over the right. head with it. Yeah, I had no problem with that because at the end of the day, Freddie is a bastard. Like he is a bad, bad man, and that you know, and which is excited me when they announced it because I'm like, that's what he should be. But uh, I don't know. The, the other thing the, became this is that a lot of people, a lot of the people involved, like they tried to get Heather Landingham back as in a cameo. She said no. They tried to get Wes Craven involved in some way. He said no. A lot of, I mean, any um, John Saxton, who never turns down a role, was all yeah. ready to come on and be and just as a cameo, not be anything major in the movie. But he had another gig going. He's like, yeah, I really can't miss this other gig. So no, like everyone said no. So the problem was when everyone says no, that should be your first sign. Like, look, we probably should make the same movie because think about this. Already at this point, this is 2010. In 2009, they had already done Friday the 13th, the, the remake. Friday the 13th, the remake, is not like the other movies. I mean, it's well, similar. but the dip, the dip, yeah, it's similar, but it's easier but to it's make not. a, it's easier to make a Friday the 13th remake that is like an installment in a Friday the 13th film, because a Friday the 13th film doesn't have the same narrative weight that a Nightmare right. on Elm Street does. Right, right, and, and you can't, right. and it, it's it's comparing apples to oranges, and we we've seen this during the entire time as we've covered the two series of how different they are. You know, so again, it, it they're on, on a on a very shallow level, this film does try to do something different. It just none of it none of it has any soul. The I mean there's we we get a switcheroo with the main character because we follow the um, who I the blonde girl who I Chris, Chris who okay. I swore at first I said, holy shit, is that a Laurel Lance from Arrow? Yep. But it's it not. Is. I really thought it was. It that is. Would have, okay. That would have. That would have been a much more interesting movie. Katie, but they do the old. Katie they Cassidy. do the. What? Yeah. It's her it's, name's Katie Cassidy. Yeah. It's yeah. Laurel Lance. Yeah. It's her. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was also in when okay. the remake of When a Stranger Calls, two thousand six, and Black Christmas remake in two thousand six. Two other movies that suck and didn't need <laughs> to be remade either. Right. So I think she's the problem. Right. I mean, I'm saying. I look at no, all but she's great on Arrow. So right, she's all right on Arrow. I'm saying, but Arrow's not a remake. I think her problem is when she's in a remake, she's like, you know, I'm going to make this remake. You know that's going to suck then because she's been wow. in two other remakes. And as bad as this movie is, I'm going to say this right now, as bad as this movie is, the Black Christmas remake is worse. Right. It is hard to believe that. And if you haven't seen the Black Christmas remake, I'm sorry. I'm not telling you to watch it. It sucks. This movie is better than that, and that's hard well, to say. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, I blame my, I blame myself for this because I didn't read far enough down. I'm on her Wikipedia no. page. The whole, <laughs> hold on a sec. The whole top paragraph here, it ends with her being on Nightmare on Elm Street and then Gossip Girl, and then underneath the next set of paragraphs, then it says, oh, by the way, she's also played this huge character of Laurel Lance on Arrow, and oh, she. <laughs> later on all these other shows it's like put that at the top lead with that don't lead with you know oh by the way she was she was on harper's island in the remake of melrose place it's like what the hell is that but they do the, they do the switcheroo 
I'm serious, man. I, I don't got time. I'm a busy man, you know? But, uh, not oh, really. When, but... They, when they recreate her death in the spinning it's, room, oh, yeah. it sucks, yeah. man. Well, it's it not sucks. a spinning room, it's CG. It's all CG. Right, but it's just a gap. Right, but it's, it still, had, it's still a gimmick room. And they have one you know, good touch oh, yeah. to it. There was one touch where she flipped around and her legs hit the ceiling. And it was just like sickeningly, you could hear the legs just going crack, crack. You could tell they were loose and they hit the ceiling. That was the only part of that that I was like, ooh, that's got a little, that's got to hurt. Otherwise, yeah, the CG really, you know, I, I think this and the, even though the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one sort of worked on its own, I think both of the, these movies, and, and I mean, both of them were successful as far as their, as their money goals go but artistically I think both of them could have been better if they would have really dramatically slashed the budget and forced people to work for their you know be more imaginative about the special effects whereas this one you can be like get all fancy with you know you're walking into the bedroom and there's snow in your bedroom and then all of a sudden you're outside without any kind of you know noticeable cut or anything because they did it all cgi that you know they would have but you know no jay talks about this all the time on the show that cgi is just another tool in your toolbox right it's Mm -hmm. it's not you know you can you you can for okay for something like that like the example you just gave that's a great use of cgi in a movie like this where it would be extremely difficult to shoot that in 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 frame to yeah. have someone you, you and have, have, have to, the environment transition around them. That would be difficult. You might have to come up with something more creative. You know, you right, might but, have to but, sit, but again, sit down but when and you think have, about things more. You know, that's what I right, think. Right, but, but, but here's what I'm saying. But you can, that's something, okay, we can't, is there a way to do this? Why don't we do this as CG? But we'll do the next thing that happens. Let's see if we can find a physical way to yeah, do no, that. No, I, so it's I not, think... it, it changes the visual vocabulary a little bit and, and uses that to your advantage instead of leaning on it like a crutch. Well, I think when you're writing something like this and putting it together nowadays and the, the, you know, the way they use CG in this and other movies, you know, they're writing it and they're not, thi- you know, there was a lot of times where you would be writing, a, a, you know, you would, this I saw this in film school all the time because there were always kids right were everybody and when I was in film school it was before zombies were big but everybody wanted to make a zombie movie you know when they a low budget zombie movie because it sounded like fun and you know it's you can use just any kind of set or whatever but um, now I'm totally oh but you know they would write they would write their low budget zombie movie. And then they would, we would be reading it in class, and the teacher would go like, "All right, what kind of budget is this low budget movie gonna be? Because you got ten thousand zombies here, or whatever, you know." And I think now when they write stuff like this, they're not thinking, "Oh, geez, you know, I better not write this this way because because they're thinking, well, we, you know, we'll just we'll we can CGI it, you know, no matter what, you know, they they can see it as a CGI thing, and that that and there's a lot of and the the longer CGI has existed, the more like software that they have there, where they can be like, oh, we got good, you know, ghost right. software from this movie that we can use. So it gets cheaper and cheaper to use it because you've got more stuff that you can sort of recycle and it's already been established. And so that so you don't you don't think like, oh, maybe you know, uh, uh, and not like they even did this. Not like they even did like, oh, it's easy. We could put a whole. Dr- dragon with a freddy head in here you know 
and right. uh, uh, without building it. But that, well, you know, it relies. Is... It relies. It's sort of. It's sort of a crutch, and the the it. This has the look of a modern movie, but the look of the modern modern horror movies like this isn't as scary. You know, it just right, right. you can show the things, but they don't feel as visceral. No, there's too much of a sheen on it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, even the yeah. the one scene in the beginning, I was like, oh, good, they're at least gonna at least they're not afraid of gore when the guy puts a knife in his neck and cuts all the way across his neck. That was a pretty. It could have used a little more blood. They they cut it before the blood started spurting out of his neck. But I was like, okay, at least this is going to have some Gru to it. But you could tell that was CGI Gru. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, the originally they had the, the – when they first announced the movie and all that stuff, they were saying, well, it's going to be PG-13. And what happened was, what happened was, there was such a hue and cry, like, what the fuck? And then they finally, no, 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 sorry, we meant it's going to be R. Like, they tried backpedaling on it, like, because they really thought about making this PG-13. Like, how can you have a movie about a child molester, right, who is now killing people in their dreams, and it's PG-13? Like, how is that okay? You could probably put the original original one out with a couple clips in it and do it for PG-13 these days, you know? What I'm saying is, but to actually show the the fact that he's a child molester and all that stuff, like, it's it's not kind of, like, implied. Like, I mean, good Lord. Like, the, the, the amount of neutering they would have to do to the film to get it there... It, it, it just okay. Like you're taking any any of the things that might be the upside of what your storytelling is are gone. Okay, then why are we making a movie? Like why don't we just make an yeah. episode of SVU because Lone Order <laughs> SVU has stuff on it that's like oh man they're talking about that like yeah but that's what it's going to turn into. Well, the, the other thing you know, okay. I'm saying the thing it becomes this is that when when you're writing something and and this has always been true how because we, we talked about this. With Jason versus Freddy versus Ash, when there was, you know, they talk about making another sequel and they made a comic book of it. If you're going to make some, if you're going to draw something or make a comic book, you can have things that are not, you know, like, because your budget is whatever your pen and paper and whatever costs, because you're going to draw it, right? Like, if you are trying to make something that is so slick and so perfect and so, it, on film, that doesn't work the same as it does when you're drawing a comic book. Right. It doesn't work the same way, because when you're now saying, OK, well, we're going to make sure that Freddie looks like a real burn victim. And they did. He looks like a real burn victim. He definitely does. He doesn't look like Robert England at all. Right. Mm-hmm. But then they're saying, well, we're going to use physical effects. Today. And it's a makeup. And Jackie Earl Haley was in makeup every goddamn day. He was in makeup to do that stuff. And I, I give him credit for that. Right. But yet then they go in and they CGI him as well. They smoothed out his makeup with CGI. Why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. No. If, if, if think, you're doing physical effects, right? The whole point was the, the director of the movie, which I forget his name, he said, no, no, we're going to do physical effects. When he, This is after he backpedaled off the PG-13 thing, right? No, no, physical effects. We are going to only use CGI at the, at the last minute when we can't do any more. Horseshit. That's horseshit. Because you use all CGI to do things that there's no reason to do CGI for. Yeah. You could do well, a physical effect for cheaper, if, and it looks better. You don't. You so. don't. You don't have to be Quentin Tarantino to to if you're right. doing a B horror movie and <clears throat> and you're doing the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake, and you're gonna you're gonna 
go like we're okay we're focusing on freddie being a child molester and the child molester aspect of it and all these kids that he's killing are kids that he molested well there's so much subtext you could put into that about the trauma of suppressed memories and and the trauma of being molested as your kid and all their parents covering it up and and you don't see that and the the only character that you sort of see that in is the asian guy that she finds on the internet but he's more being traumatized by his dreams they could have built this whole and it wouldn't even had to been too you know it's it's a freddy movie so it doesn't have to be too deep but you could have this whole sub meaning of you know the trauma of abused children you know and right. have yeah. that be like the parents are like and they and it's touch and that's the thing is all the ingredients for it are in there the parents say look you're just remembering you're starting to remember this that's why you're having these dreams and and all that stuff but it's just touched on on the surface it should be something underneath you know to where you're like to to where you actually make the viewer wonder you know maybe this is just due to their childhood trauma or something like that. It could have had an extra layer of depth and been like they did with the, um, with the um, remake of uh, evil dead where it, they, they right. put a metaphor yeah. for drug addiction into it. And yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't super, it wasn't subtle at all, but it was, <laughs> you know, but it was, <laughs> well, but, it, yeah, but it, you know, I don't, you don't need that in a horror movie. I don't need a subtle, thing necessarily no, you can no, go no, no. Especially for the jugular like with it for sure if you're doing yeah. something like a quiet place or something where it's got a little art film built into it but this isn't this is a monster movie no. basically you know yeah. i i hear you know you know that, that that's the thing it's like they they touch on all these things and they, there's these good ideas right. but they're not interested in exploring them no. they're interested in just saying hey that's familiar remember this remember when you saw half the back half of nightmare on elm street on tnt a couple of years ago you know when you were when you were in high school or not no when you were in middle school remember that yeah this, this forget that forget that crap we got a better one here we got a modern one here and it's like it, it like i said it doesn't add anything it, if anything it's reductive versus yep. the original which which added which asked a lot of questions and dealt with things like remember we talked way back about you know, is Nightmare on Elm Street a female empowerment movie? And Heather Langenkamp, no, it's a teen empowerment movie. This movie's not teen empowerment. This movie doesn't have any meaning. I mean, the, like the, the, no, and it's like, and, and, and then, I mean, the school that they go to is like, this, I mean, I hate to say this, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but this, is this like the whitest high school in America? I mean, <laughs> that he's on the swim team and not, and not the golf team is only because they couldn't make a good... Uh, you know, nightmare gag to go with him on the golf course, passing out or something. It would have been too funny. I mean, this, this whatever is, this golf is ridiculous. gag would have been would have so, been funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it would have been. And the other, and here's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. Also, with you know, they at the beginning they go to Balake's funeral, and she yeah. she dozes off at the funeral. You got to be a pretty fucking selfish person to doze off at a funeral when you're sitting in the front row. And I mean, it's like at that point, I wanted her. I wanted her dead. I wanted her dead right then. Not right just the funeral, but the funeral of your friend who just killed himself in killed front himself of in you. Front in of front you. of you. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. so my my first note on the page after I wrote down the year, right? Uh, you know what was made? <laughs> These kids are too pretty. Not realistic. Yeah. But this was the trend, which we all know that was a trend yeah. in the horror movies, right? Now, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Nancy here, obviously not the same Nancy as Heather Langenkamp's Nancy. I mean, clearly, you know, she has a different last name 
and she doesn't have her shit all together and she's an artist instead of actually being a teenager who's looking like oh my god I look like I'm 30 you know kind of thing like she's not <laughs> like but the difference being is um, and that's that's Rooney Mara from Bedford, New York, right down the road. Um, two-time Oscar-nominated, you know, uh, actress. Which is funny. Two people in this movie are nominated for Academy Awards, um, not for this movie though. So, um, but you know, the the so she's the way Rooney Mara plays her is not like Heather is not like Heather Lanningham playing her. Which I like that it's not just the same character regurgitated back. But I don't see this Nancy. As somebody who's gonna beat Freddy, yeah. like she doesn't, she doesn't instill in me. Like Heather Langkamp is like, fuck, people are killing my friends. Shit, I'm gonna do something about it. And she starts doing shit about it. The you know the improvised booby trap thing. Like the she starts make, trying to come up with ways. How can we do this? How can I save these people? And the whole time it's it, 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 it's like Remer at some point gonna be like, all right, well let's get this done. Yeah, this you Nancy know? resignedly just resignedly just as like all right this is how it's got to go in the movie let's yeah. do, let's do this no plan no no thought on it other than you know wake me up if something if right. something happened if, you know in in a pulp fiction manner no, the thing oh, is, I, I also get... I also think they lost out on a big marketing opportunity because kids today don't drink coffee. Why was it not like Red Bull cans scattered? He does, yeah. Like, was, yeah Quentin, he does Quentin wash does... down a pill with Red Bull at one point. Red Bull, yeah, yeah that's... but that's but that's it. You're right. They're, they're leaving Nancy money on the table. Nancy had a case of Red Bull under her bed. Yes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, one but, thing I will and... give in their in their their the the makeup department is. When Nancy was starting to lose sleep, they did allow her to have sort of teenage bad skin in close-ups. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's pale. She's even got a few blackheads on her nose. So right. that's that's kind of... It's Rudy Mara. She's always pale. Yeah, well... And you know, and here's the crazy part. Ready for that? I mean, I like Rudy Mara as an actress, right? But this film, she when she was filming this, and she's very young in her career here. She's only made a few things before this and some TV stuff, right? She actually wanted to quit acting. This movie made her want to quit acting, not because the story was so bothersome to her, like, oh my God, child molester, whatever, but she hated it so much when she was doing it. She goes, I'm going to quit. I fucking hate this. And they had to convince her to not walk off the set, right? How bad is it? <laughs> she's the star of the fucking movie. And she's like, See, I don't know. I man. almost, it, it's, <laughs> the movie is, I almost wish the movie was that bad for me to give it a little more, you know, I wish it had like failed spectacularly, but it just sort of fails in a half-assed manner, you know? Yeah. It wasn't even excited, <laughs> exciting right. in its incompetence to where it would be like, oh God, this is going to be fun to deconstruct this. It's just like, man, you know, come on, put a little... <laughs> Put a little life into it, Michael Bay. Come on, and, and that's the crazy part. Well, now, now, to be it's fair, not... to be filmed. Wait a minute. To be fair, if Michael Bay had directed this, it wouldn't have been boring. No, it, it might not have made any damn sense. Yeah. but right. it would not have been boring. I'll I would grant you that. It you know, not made any sense. Yeah, but I would. I would rather Michael Bay actually right. directed this and shot right. it with an IMAX camera, and it was fucking bananas. Because can you right. imagine Michael Bay 
of the Transformers films doing a nightmare scene? You want to talk about a guy that would make some shit crazy and yeah. use an IMAX camera? Yes, that I would have been okay with. You yeah, want to know had why? The, we would have had Freddy in the moon, like looking up at the moon and it would be like, hi there. I'm and fine with that. No, yeah. and I'd have been fine because it would have been, it wouldn't have just been rehashing Wes Craven's movie. It would have been Michael Bay's A Nightmare on Elm Street. And the tagline would have been, yeah, we did it. <laughs> you know who it, you know? Pay your money, come on. They got, they, you know, they, they, they resurrect Jack Kirby. Don't ask, just buy it, you know? But, uh... <laughs> the, tag, the tagline is, you know you want to see what this train like looks like. I mean, you got to pay up for it, you know? I mean, and it, and it would have been, the thing is, as much crazy as, and it, and it sounds nuts to say that, but a Michael Bay version would have been fucking interesting. You yes. wouldn't have been falling asleep. And the one right. thing is this: whether it was whether, good or not, it would right, have been exactly. it would have been unique. Right. <laughs> right. Whether you whether and, and again, there are plenty of people who love the Transformer movies, people who hate the Transformer movies, whatever. The one thing you can never say about a Transformers movie, right, is that you're like, "Ha, it was boring." It's never boring. It's fucking shit blowing out. This would have been the Nightmare on Elm Street where there's a lot of shit blowing up. It would have been like fucking crazy stuff. But you know what? And, and, You'd have been going, "What? I don't know what I just watched, but that was different." Like, and well, yeah, no, but you would have you gone you would have gone to the movie theater and said, you know what, that, that was pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. But yeah. and now here, here's the thing. Now think about this. This movie came out in 2010. Were there any other movies about dreams that were released to theaters in 2010? Maybe a film you might remember called Inception. Nolan or went and did research about dreams and how dreams work and wrote a movie actually about dreams that was intriguing. And different right, and unique. Right. Uh, now, you say as I'm watching this, different and unique. Night, I thought it was boring thinking, as fuck, but that's me. Fine. It wasn't. It wasn't. Was it's like no other movie you've seen, though. I'm not a huge I fan thought, of the movie, but it is its own thing for sure. It's, it's all, I, I like it's, Inception, and the only thing I could think last night while watching this friggin' dog of a movie is, man, that would have been a cool crossover: A Nightmare on Elm Street and Inception, where you keep going deep into people's dreams and more people's dreams and Freddy keeps chasing you down as you go in, that would have been much more... I would have paid to watch that movie. Or you go, not deeper, this or you go deeper and deeper into Freddy. <laughs> right. That's a portal movie. More, deep inside... Rick and Morty basically did that, though. Fuck Rick oh, and Morty. That show me piss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like Inception? I like though. Rick and Morty. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, is that we know full well that there are uh you know obviously if you have different scripts and this never turns out to be the best thing when you have a bunch of different scripts going around and then you say okay here are the four we like the best and you don't pick one but you just start like hodgepodging it together you get a movie that feels hodgepodge together and that's what we got and that's part of the problem when you start doing these remakes, when they're hodgepodging things together, it doesn't matter if it's a remake, it could be an original movie. Well, there's nothing original anymore anyway. But the whole point is, like, when you start putting this shit together, like, okay, okay. Like, the, the thing is this. The perfect example is when we, and, and, uh, when we talked about the Friday the 13th remake, the one from 2009, right? I love that movie, and I love the Friday the 13th movie, and I know it's not the same kind of thing. But there's, at that, that movie, even though it's familiar and real. It's not boring, right? No. You're not at no point are you like. I mean, and now granted, uh, you know, uh, you get to see well, you know, Will Ford's, you know, breasts, which are awesome and stuff like that. But like, but at no point are you sitting there, that woman, going, "God, this is so boring." Even when what's his face 
um, the guy from Supernatural is walking around with uh, Daniel Panabaker, and they're trying to like talk about their feelings. That happens for like, flash. right? Yeah. Exactly. That happens for like six, seven seconds, and then all of a sudden, like, oh shit, what the? F-? And then Jason's there, and like, things are happening. Like, it's a movie where people are getting killed every so many minutes, right? And I get it that this that, that Nightmare on Elm Street is not a body count movie, right? But it's a movie where there should be tension and there is none. And there people are dying and you don't care, right? They, they totally could have opened this up and had it been something better. But she's like, hey, got the opening. All right, let's start doing greatest hits. And if you want to do the greatest hits, you can just fucking watch a compilation of the actual original nightmares and they're done better. So anyway, I mean, I know. Okay. It's literally so, we're just trying to do the same movie yeah. again with with actors and actresses and cell phones, you know, so so younger yeah. people will pay to see it. And... And I, I'd, I'd like to make a statement about that. I was thinking about this the other day at work. You know, that that's a popular thing. It's like, oh, well, this movie can't happen if you have, you know, and nowadays if everyone has a cell phone. And, and the, you know, to, to an extent that's true, but literally a good writer can write one line of dialogue and solve that problem. Yeah, at least you know, we didn't like, have a shit, cell phone any... in this movie with a tongue on it, right. too. Well, that, <laughs> that would have been sweet. Yeah. We had the but, line, you know, but Literally, just tongue. write one line of dialogue of like, oh, man, I don't have any service, and that solves that that meme in, like, one yeah. line. It's like, yeah. really, yeah. didn't think this yeah. through, well, guys. Wait, 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 wait. Then the movie Goosebumps, that, like, which I don't know if you, any of you have seen it, but it's awesome, right? Because it's really funny. They take down the cell tower, and then yeah. now... All the teenagers are like, I don't have any cell service. And the whole movie, they're like, you have cell really? service? Like, they talk about the time. It happens because because Slappy, you know, has the other books come alive and they take down the cell tower. It makes perfect sense. Now they can't call for help. Look at that. In a in a in a PG thirteen kind of horror comedy, you know, it's it's goosebumps the movie for Christ's sake. It's not we're not talking hardcore horror here. They figured Ur, out my guard the goosebumps. Right. They they figured out how to actually deal with that issue, and it makes sense. But here, and you no, know what? And we and we fucked ourselves because there's no payphones anymore. Right. Yeah. You're right. Well, you know, well that's, well that's that's the old the old phone booth. Remember the old phone booth you walk in now? A phone booth's a stall. It's a bathroom stall. You know, kind of yeah. thing. That's what a, a phone well, that, booth looks you like. You know, nowadays. you know. Wait a minute. That that's why everyone's bemoaning why Superman is so dark and gritty now. There you go. Yeah. He's lost where he's going to change his clothes. He's pissed off. You yeah. did this to yourself. You know? yeah. uh, well, anyway, so um, if for some reason you wanted to actually see this, because it's the, you know you can actually just wait until Sci-Fi Channel shows it, because they do show it a lot at like Halloween time, like because it's one of the movies they have in their rotation. They've decided that even though they put it says on there, like on Siffy, it'll say like you know um, Robert England and Nancy and uh, Nancy Landing or um, Heather, Heather Landing Camp. Camp, yeah, right, and Wes Craven's or anything like oh awesome it's coming on you turn it on and it's fucking this this will be on if you really want to spend money on this and i don't know why um the blu-ray is 13.89 on amazon and again if you want to go to the two true freaks website click on the amazon link go there and buy it we will gladly be happy that you bought it we'll take the money but don't buy it right right well we're not responsible for your uh, your your interaction with said DVD, Blu-ray or DVD, but we'll gladly take the kickback. The whole problem is, is that like, and 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 this is one of the things that it's they they when you have an opportunity to do something different and you don't, but it's still made an ass load of money. 
they don't look at that as being like they they have such blinders on. Now they, oh they, yeah, they it's not a negative God. at all. They're not looking right. at it artistically. That's that's the exactly. disconnect that's between yeah. shows like this and the actual. You know, it didn't. It obviously wasn't successful enough, like um, Texas Chainsaw Texas Massacre, Massacre, to yeah. warrant a sequel. But it still, you know, got everybody paid and didn't and and was a, was profitable for the the company. So. I mean, they returned back what it was thirty-five million. They made almost one hundred and six. They made almost one hundred and sixteen just in the U.S. alone. It doesn't even count what they made overseas or any of that stuff. I mean, so they probably netted at least a hundred million dollars in profit on the movie, which is the problem when these movies make that kind of money. They're like, oh, well, that's what people must want. I don't know who wants this. I don't. It, because it made enough money, but you. I don't think this is taking up this is taking up an honorable place, you know, place of honor in somebody's DVD collection. This is something you're going to see in garage sales for a buck or two, you know. Yeah. If somebody I mean, bought honest, it at all. So here we go, right? Because I own this DVD, right? Ugh. I own this. No, here's why. Remember when Blockbuster, from Blockbuster used to right? exist? I did. Yep. I bought it when Blockbuster was blowing out all their DVDs at the very when they were dying off. I had never seen the movie because I refused to rent it. And I said, huh. And I was able to get it for a dollar at Blockbuster right. or, or whatever. So because it's still in it, I have the rental, the, the rental front on it where it says like, you know, rental version. It has no specials, no nothing, whatever. But that's what it is. Unlike Friday the 13th, which I bought. Unlike Test Chainsaw Massacre, which I bought, like those are things where I spent money because I mean, again, whether you like the Test Chainsaw Massacre remake or not, I liked it. I saw it in the theaters with John. I mean, okay, you know, kind of thing. And again, it's personal preference whether you like it or not. I didn't know anybody who'd ever seen this movie. Like, I mean, seriously, I think I've seen this. I saw some of it on Sci Fi Channel before I even bought it. Like, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, I'll look at it this way is they, they made, they remade The Hills Have Eyes. Right, another Wes Craven, uh, you know, uh, movie. Right. In the some ways, that have... one was more interesting than the original. In some ways, it was different too. Well, yeah, yeah. Saying, they did they, some different stuff of, with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. They they actually put lighting in some scenes, so you didn't have to worry about. Who was in there. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> they lit the movie. Right? Yeah. What I'm saying is, but the movie, the the overall theme of the movie, the the the, the, the main plot is still the same. Right. There's a family. There's cannibals. Whatever. Those two movies are not the same movie. There are things in there you say, like, oh, okay, it's a little similar, but it certainly was not boring, right, during the time you're doing it. So it was not unheard of for them to do that. We raised, at the beginning of the episode, I opened up by saying, hey, here's what opened in 2010. The Crazies, which I know the original Crazies, may, many people may not have ever seen, was a perfect way to make a remake of a movie. Yeah, yeah you know what I would have done instead of Nightmare on Elm Street? I would have remade Dreamscape. And, and and worked it more a little towards like you know ripped off Inception a little with it because if you if you remade Dreamscape correctly you could totally tool that into a franchise you could tool that into the first adventure of the character who goes into people's dreams to save the world in some way you know it's sort of a precursor to it's sort of the same idea as Inception in a lot of ways. Yeah. Without just, just no any pretenses and subplots, but <laughs> it, it, you know, I mean, that that would have been something, and that was a good movie, but it was sort of a, it was sort of a below the radar movie when right. it came out, and so nobody would be like, there wouldn't be a huge bunch of fans that are like, oh, you know, I, you know, just sort of be 
grabbing an idea and, and updating it and running with it. And right. then you could have made sequels to it. It would have been a lot more original than than what this is yeah. ended up being. So, real quick, I want to mention this because I had a note on this. Um, and you mentioned this, uh, Chris, the, uh, the, the the classmate that she finds online, the video, the, little, the Asian guy. Yeah, I got uh, a question about that. that Hold okay. on. Go ahead with your note. Then I got a question okay. about that scene. So that's Aaron Yu. You might know him as Chewy from the Friday the 13th remake. Yep. <laughs> the, oh. It's, it's him. Right? Wouldn't it be funny if he's like, if he's instead, you know, whatever, like, oh my God, that's Chewy. She, they totally could have made a little in joke there. Now, no one would have got the in joke, but he's Chewy from there. And obviously, Chewy doesn't die um, because he's getting tormented there. He dies because he's an idiot and like, oh, smashes the light. And he's like, is this yours? Like, he's all stoned out of his gourd and then drunk, uh, whatever else. So, <laughs> but, okay, yeah, I got so a question with that. I've, I've, I ran a blog on a regular website and I've run a blog on Blogspot. How the hell does that last video post? Yes, exactly, exactly. If he's dead when he's making the video, how does it get posted? Well, that that's I and that's such a stupid uh, tro I was like, "Oh my god, is he going to die on this?" So I was thinking the only way you could retcon that is he po he didn't die. He he just he he was nodding off and Freddy just gave him a head plant into the camera. And then he went, oh, blah, 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 and woke up and then and then posted it and then died later on when he went okay. to bed that night, I yeah, guess. So but no, he, obviously he was supposed to, that was supposed to be his death, death blow. Right. And how did that sit? Uh, how, how are there not like creepypastas? How is he not famous on creepypasta and stuff like right, that? Exactly. You know what would have been even. OK, so here's how you fix that. That scene. Right. The head smashes you don't the watch camera. the movie. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> let's 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 get past that part, Luke. Right. So the head smashes into the camera. Now the camera falls over, whatever, and then you see him dead. And then his hand raises up and it starts going through because now Freddy's controlling his body and posting it. Right. Even that's a better ending than than, than the idea. Like, well, how does that get posted? Like, Freddy's not. I mean, Freddy can control him. We see it happen. We see it happen with Kellen Lutz. Kellen Lutz grabs a steak knife and cuts his own throat because Freddie's cutting his throat with the with the with the glove, right? So he could have controlled. It. I mean, anything like that. But there's not. Why? Why would they do it? Why would they waste? It? Like, well, it just happens. Kids will buy it, right? The same way that they didn't give a shit about the cell phone screens. You can clearly see the the home screen when a call's coming in. There's no call coming in. She's talking to no one. Then you see another scene, she's texting, but her fucking messenger is not open. Nothing's open, right? You can't, they're the old tel telephones from eight years ago. Like, that shit is not that deep. There's not, the, like, 20 screens. We can see that you're clearly, I mean, hey, at least the fucking phone was turned on, but come on, right? Uh, can I also can I also mention the worst thing about this movie is the, the design and the name of the world's worst fake Google ever. Oh my God. Gigablast. Yeah. Let me do Giga a quick Gigablast Giga search here. And then you look at Gigablast and it looks like something like somebody, you know, it looks like somebody, something, a website from like 1997. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just, there's no search engine that looks that crappy. I'm sorry. But I'm saying, imagine they had gone back and used like an old one, like, like one that like Metacrawler that didn't exist anymore, you know, or uh, I don't even remember the other one, the old ones, because that was when you were before before you Googled everything, right? Just make yeah. it you look know? almost like Google and call it Gurgle or something like that, you know? 
gurgle, gurgle. Big G or something. Well, there's know. a whole, you know, there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole closet industry of, gurgle. of, uh, uh, of, uh, no, of, of, no, of gurgle, no, of fake websites like that, of, of serious, that are used for movies. Yeah. There's a yeah. whole industry of fake search engines like that, that will, that they, they, they give you just a front end. And then you put in whatever thing, and it brings up whatever results that, that you program into it. So, yeah, that one was pretty lame. And there's a lot better options. You watch any episode of, of Law & Order SVU, and you'll see a better Yeah, you'll, uh, see, a better a, fake, you'll uh, see a goggle uh, search or something, you know? Goggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh. Giga blast. Anyway. Come on. <laughs> you know what? We should make our own search under the two true freaks giga blast search. You know, <laughs> right there. Only, retur- only returns podcast results. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, what he called that right there. That's that's a, that's a new commercial right actually, there. We actually, actually, there probably would be a demand for an uh, for a, a search engine that was just podcasts. <laughs> it would probably be very handy to the Gene Hendricks of the world. <laughs> well, it'd be handy for everybody, but I ain't doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, to watch crap uh, like this. Yeah. So, um, so for those of you who now are sticking with us here on this, here's here's the thing is, as we said at the end of Jason vs. Freddy, that was the end of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and that is truly the end. Jason vs. Freddy is the end of the series. Um, even with the wink at the end, and they were like, oh, there might be a, another sequel, and there wasn't. There's the comic books and stuff like that. This, thankfully, we've now put to bed, so now we can say we, because God forbid, we don't be completists because. You know, the nerds we are collecting everything, we have to complete things because otherwise it would just bother us, even though some of us don't you have You know what OCD. I was thinking? If we um, really wanted to be completist about it, and and I wouldn't propose doing the whole TV show, but maybe the 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 Wes Craven-directed... Um, Freddy's Nightmares. Freddy's Nightmares, Nightmares episode. He didn't direct any of them. I think he Did directed he direct the first one, yeah. Oh, Freddy's Trial? Yes. I think that was. Okay. I think Wes Craven direct actually directed that. Or yeah, but I, I don't remember if he did. I know he didn't do a lot of them. I can tell you that. And the thing is, at least Freddy's Nightmares, which are just no. I mean, they're 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 they're, they're diminishing returns. Put it that way. <laughs> well, they're diminishing returns. Put it that way, right? Because they would shoot like they would shoot all this nudity and blood and stuff, and they would all get cut out. And they're like, wow, your episode came up 17 minutes short, huh? It's only a 23-minute episode, right? You know, kind of thing. They and they would, they would. I mean, it's not, it's not good. But you know what? It's better than this. At <laughs> least there, they were having fun. You I'll tell you right now, you watch an episode of, of of Freddy's Nightmares, and I remember the first one Luke and I ever saw. They were shown out of order. Was the one in the um, the um, the the diner. Right and whatever, and you're like, oh, okay, this is what these are going to be. I got it. Like, there's a Freddy's kind of like the Crypt Keeper, which is what happened because everyone from Freddy's Nightmares, when that show got canceled, went to Tales from the Crypt, and then <laughs> Tales from the Crypt became. I'm not kidding. It's a hundred percent true, and that's exactly what. And then Tales from the Crypt took off and became that mega hit it was. Right, um, but if you watch Freddy's Nightmares, you would have a much better time than watching this. You could watch two or three Freddy's Nightmares oh, and have yeah. the same amount of time in front of there. And even though, I mean, they were low budget they were cheesy they were but you know what that's what they were supposed to be yeah if this if, if they had made this movie they low what budget, they were budget cheese, we might have, yeah exactly so anyway like i was saying this closes the nightmare on elm street like like this piece that does not even part of the original loop this is now closed the and dream is so over have, right yeah so so we don't have to think about this anymore once we put this to bed 
then we could be done with this one, right? And the nice part is, is that, yes, I understand people are like, well, you guys are watching this movie. It's fine. At some point, somebody had to review this and tell you it sucks. We took the bullet for you on this one and did it for Big you guys. Time. So you're welcome. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Oh, yeah. Then, oh, yeah. It's like the vault is fine. That's all you need to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're all fine here the now. His voice, I can say, you're welcome. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you said nude photo shoot. I don't... <laughs> Ms. Mrs. reference there. You said nude photo shoot. Sorry, if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> the I love the Miz. The Miz would have made this movie so much better. Yeah. Imagine the, now the Miz playing Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be awesome. The most, the most, the most A-list, A-list Freddy Krueger ever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's what it is, guys. I mean, I, I'm, you know, again. We, we, we took the bullet for you, so if you haven't seen the movie and you're watching this going, man, i got to find out how bad this really could be, well, you've been warned. Um, yeah. If you've seen it and you're like, holy shit, these guys are 100% correct, great. Hey, maybe you love this movie because enough people fucking paid money to see it. Maybe you loved it. You went to the theater like, oh my god, you know, guys, like, I totally love this movie. I'd love, to, I'd love to hear from some. I'd yes, love to hear why know. somebody yeah, loved somebody. it. If I they did. 100% love to hear from somebody who loved this film. Right? That would be great. Write yeah. it. Tell and, us what you loved about it. Now, at, we, yeah, we, and we, you can send email to yeah. freakvault, wall one word, freakvault at gmail.com. Please, if you if you love this movie, if you hate this movie, if you're questioning your own sanity after spending money to see it in the theater, please, <laughs> please, 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 please get a Life Foundation ass that you write to freakvault at gmail.com and let us know. I'm, so, yeah. I'm serious. I don't. I don't. Fill our mail sack. I would love to find somebody who actually was like, "Oh no, this is one of my favorite movies." Like, and not do it like trying to be funny because <laughs> it's not funny, right? Yeah, like, I want. I want it. somebody who likes it in some non-post-ironic <laughs> way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm not it's FOMO. Up. It's post postmodern, right, Homer? I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so this, as as Jay said, this does in fact close the book on a Nightmare on Elm Street. So as far as what's coming next, y'all are just gonna have to tune in and listen because we're not ready to reveal our top secret, highly detailed plans to the public yet. Yeah. You're gonna have to just hang on, you know, bide your time, you know, get yourself a cup of coffee and a sandwich and just relax. It's gonna be more out. important than LeBron's decision. We are, yeah, Homer, yeah, you know, heroes Spider telling it. We're going to take our talents to South Beach. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> or, in this case, Los Angeles. So. Los Angeles. I would, and then no one, I'm going to say that, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just guessing. I've only ever met one other person on this show. Nobody wants to see us down in South Beach. No. Just going to uh, put that out there. Certainly not me. I don't want to see myself <laughs> in a, yeah, no, hell no. I, the I, banana I, hammock? No. Okay. I, just, I, just, I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn that none of the four of us would look as good as uh, we think we might do in the banana hammock. I was going to say, 
Wait, it might look at your smuggling banana. Oh, I have no illusions of looking good yeah. in a banana. And hammock. you have no banana today. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, here's the thing. It's like, you know... Smuggling and, bananas yeah. there, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been... You know what, though? The idea of myself and Chris and Hero and my brother in banana hammocks in South Beach, scarier than this movie. I like That's right. yeah. It's scary and comedy. It's, uh, yeah. it's schadenfreude. schadenfreude in a lot of ways too so i i mean i am a fan of comedy and horror so i imagine if if we were all on south beach i would suggest that we wear banana hammocks but i would know that it would be for comedy and horror purposes we would not we would have to wear banana hammocks with each other's faces on the front <laughs> or see that's it we're done folks horror Think about movies. that good night yeah <laughs> or just just Try the names of our man. favorite horror movies on them or something like that you know try sleeping now oh <laughs> but i know but i would not be like oh yeah ladies here i come <laughs> <laughs> no, you would be. You just know that it was that you were full of shit. That'd be the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. If I, yeah, I would, yeah, I would have to be even more out of touch with reality than I think I am. Right. It'd be like this. Hello, ladies. Val Venus, you know. Uh, totally. Oh boy. All right. Well, we end with banana hammocks. That's yeah. how. Yeah. Every, that every, is how the, the massive, the 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 mighty Nightmare on Elm Street franchise ends. Banana hammocks, banana hammock jokes. <laughs> well, to be honest, they they did it to themselves. Yes, so, they you did. Know. <laughs> well, I mean, look, there's eight nightmare movies, eight nine nightmare movies total. Nine. Nine. Freddy vs. Jason. Nine. Yeah. Of the nine, there's like you know. Six that I have no problem watching. Yeah, this ain't one of them. <laughs> yeah, this is not this and I mean, uh, five and. I'd rather five watch five and six five. again five, than this one. Six sure. are so much better than this. So, yeah, I'd yeah, rather watch two, I'd rather watch two again. Than this. I I actually Dude, two, two is, is not, not a great that movie, bad, but at least yeah. it's interesting. Right. Yeah. Two tried right. something else, I mean, you know. Right. It tried to be as gay as possible, and it so. succeeded. <laughs> yeah. I'm super. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it, it, it passed with flying colors. It did. It is still considered the gayest uh, um, horror movie ever made. You know what's funny is um, over in Europe, there's uh, got to be gayer like, horror movies. No, well, I'm sure there are, but it's considered yeah, Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. <laughs> If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 
Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Test, test, say duh. Duh. Good luck.